Hey guys, good evening. It's Rebecca. And Curtis. We hope you can hear us okay. Um, We are currently in our bedroom. Baby is asleep, so hopefully we don't get too riled up (laughs) about anything. But she still has to also, just in our defense, if you guys are like one of those people that are judging parents, you know, because there's a lot of people out there (laughs) who do that, we realize... Um, she also needs to get up and have a diaper change before she goes to bed. So if we wake her up, we've just, you know, and done our job. <laughs> she also had a really long nap today. So. She did. Oh my gosh. Yes. But we know that's not why you're here. We know that you're here because I had the audacity to do something in between diaper changes and, uh, Oh, nap times and getting ready and house projects. I had the audacity to go onto Instagram and scroll for like five minutes, which I've been trying not to do as much lately. Um, I've been trying to have a lot less screen time, but of course I got baited in by this post and all of y'all are keeping me Instagram accountable. So all 12 of you, because I say 12 of you because I looked at our last post, Curtis, or our last uh, podcast little thing that we did, Mm -hmm. which was just our way of talking about the Black Panther movie. There were 12 people that listened to that. Well, we appreciate every (laughs) last one of you. We appreciate you all so much because we know at least one of you who listened. Hey, Marina. Hey, girl. How are you? Hey, Uh, hey. hey. (laughs) But otherwise, we're like, oh, we didn't know anybody would listen. So to the 12 who listened... Thank you. And to the 12 who are listening to this, um, we're sorry (laughs) that you are getting wrapped into this whole little thing. But I think if you messaged me, you wanted to get wrapped into this. So here we go. The whole reason for this episode, um, and it's just easier to talk about it sometimes and it's more fun. I, I didn't, I honestly didn't have enough time to put in everything I was thinking about it. So now I got all the time in the world. It's faster. It's, it is a lot faster because in typing you have to like make sure I didn't make, well, I don't usually do this, but you know, grammatical mistakes or like, what does it mean? Tone, all of that. So here we go. Let's just get to the post. Um, so let me see. I think I can keep recording while looking at it. So there was this post on Instagram that I saw people reposting and it just sat weird and funny in my heart, mind, spirit, all the things. Um, it says, when you meet someone, always ask God to reveal their intentions and true character to you. Let this be a year of increased discernment. And I had to go back and reread it. (laughs) Curtis is making a little bit of a face. So I'm going to reread it for you since you probably don't have it in front of you. The post said, when you meet someone, always ask God to reveal their intentions and true character to you. Let this be a year of increased discernment. There is 101,000 people that have liked this post. Yes. And 200 since I looked at it a minute ago. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Well, in all honesty, and when I look at this post, and when I look back on the account that's on called Wait on God, Sis, um, it, they're, <laughs> it's rough. Um, not on the account itself. I actually want to, first of all, be encouraging to what good I do see 
um, in the posts and in the account that runs this. It, it really seems like by the title, Wait on God, Sis, it's for women. Um, a lot of just motivational things of what God could say to you. I don't want to get too much into the account um, itself because that's a whole nother rabbit hole it's a whole nother can of worms but overall i wouldn't be like don't follow them or anything of that nature by any means anything that encourages you in your faith and your walk with god as long as it is in line with scripture and god's character go for it we need all the encouragement however this i don't really believe lines up with scripture (laughs) at all but yeah, at all. That's the hard part. When I look at this, um, first of all, I think when I looked at the, int- not necessarily the intent of the post, which is funny because it says, you know, ask God to reveal their intentions and true character to you. Mm-hmm. It was almost like my discernment flag went up of like, what is this person's intent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, Ooh, when they wrote good. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Um, and I find that discernment often works that way of when we look at what discernment is in the Bible, it is, um, a spiritual gift first of all. So it's not something that everybody, um, it's not a gift that's being used actively in terms of with each and every person sort of deal. And I find for me, when it comes to discernment, usually it, it's a little bit more random, but I wouldn't say random. But it's a little bit more surprising mm. um, that when I'm with somebody, it's like, ooh, like the discernment flag goes up of I'm suddenly not comfortable. And I don't usually get to know why yeah. or what the intention is. Mm. It's just that you have to trust the Holy Spirit. And that's where my issue is more with this than anything. It's not necessarily the idea that you should. One thing is to pray for discernment. And I think that that's something that is a good, noble, honest Thing to work towards is to get spiritual godly discernment when dealing with and interacting with others um, I think that there's nothing wrong or bad about that I think that actually is a good and healthy thing and scripturally scout thing to do the thing that I I struggle with is the idea that to reveal their intentions and true character to you that's the part that I struggle with deeply because there's a number of reasons why. Uh, and can we put a pin on that real quick? Yes, sure. we, we, we We talked ourselves into a little circle okay. a bit. Bring it back. Um, we're going to bring it back a little bit. So we were talking about like the intent of the post even. Yeah. Of It feels like based off of the way it's written, before I even looked at the account, I'm like, this sounds like it's written by somebody who's been hurt by a lot of people mm. before. Mm-hmm. That was what my initial gut intention Which is also why people was. would respond if you've been hurt in in this way recently especially yeah you could look at this and then just immediately just grab it yes especially in romantic relationships and so that's where i want to give some like thumbs up on the post to a degree of if i look at this strictly from like a single woman who is dating in particular when you meet someone always ask god to reveal their intentions and true character to you um you do want to get to what those are pretty quickly, but yeah, I'm even like, I'm cringing a little bit as I say that you, you want to get to what those are quickly in a romantic relationship of their intentions for marriage for you. Is it, is it good or is it um, just for sex? 
Um, is it just for companionship? Is it not actually going to be a commitment down the road? But, <laughs> and I feel like it's almost better for you just to ask those things directly. If you want to yeah. know it, it kind of puts a responsibility on God, um, that, oh, I'm having a hard time getting the words around it. You're making a face. What is your thought? I was going to say, is it his? That isn't his. Yeah. The responsibility on God that I don't think really is his to be had per se in that us getting stuck with the idea of um, God, it, it gives me a little bit of the vibes of like uh, Mr. Fix-It God version of God, versions of God of just like, hey, you know, make it so that everything just lights up real nice for me or in my mind at least that's at least that's kind of how i'm, I'm seeing it or the god that the, the god that tells you everything yeah 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 where he doesn't promise to tell you everything yeah because your responsibility is to seek god out in in the situation um so I I believe that that's why I have a little bit of struggle. My one caveat for this post is in romantic relationships that especially when you have been hurt, that you do want some intentions and true character to be revealed. But I will say that often it's not like God telling you all of <laughs> all of their well, business. Well, that's well one of my biggest issues with this is that it absolves you of responsibility. Mm. It says, okay, God, I need you to just reveal everyone's intentions and everyone's <laughs> character to me. Stick to the romantic part first. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But still, it absolves you of the actual responsibility that you have to do in pursuing and learning about a person and their relationship with that mm. person in order for you to actually understand that person. Obviously, this is way more difficult this results in more pain and more agony on you and for that for for you and any other person. But that's part of what relationships are all about and what God has created relationships to be. And, you know, actually in saying that made me think really what our responsibility to do as Christians with anyone we meet, but even in romantic relationships, is we're supposed to seek God first. And when you seek God, when you read your Bible, when you're in the Word, when you're in community with other believers, you're learning about who God's character is. And the truth is, is that discernment will increase if you don't need God to necessarily whisper to you, ah, no, this is the wrong person. Because often he doesn't do that. The thing is, is that when you meet that person and when you're in the word, you'll recognize right away, huh, does their character line up with who God is? Yeah. Like how godly are they of like, oh, this person seems kind of impatient. Bam. That's a lot of the discernment of seeking God first. And the the way this post is written kind of makes it seem like you're right. It takes the responsibility off of us and what our responsibility is as Christians of being like, I'll let God do the work for you Yeah. where he wants to develop you. So that way you can discern that. And so, yeah, there's some funny things with this post, but let me give you the initial, there's the romantic part, but when you meet someone it doesn't even mention romance. In <laughs> it this. doesn't that's, mention romance. So you're giving a lot of grace. And... I did. That's that was a lot of grace I gave. So I'm going to go back to what my initial gut response was. So yeah. here we go, where I'm like, I don't like this post at all. <laughs> Please. When you meet someone, 
first of all, whenever I'm whenever I meet someone, I'm gonna take this a little exaggeratedly. I don't think this it's, is what they meant, but it's what they said. Yeah. Of that whenever I meet anyone. So it could be a person at a grocery store, it could be somebody at church, it could be a dating relationship. Anyone always see they, they use this strong, <laughs> they use language. strong language when you meet someone always ask god to reveal their intentions and true character to you that sounds exhausting yeah so exhausting we have so many uh christian women that i and i know that this is targeted towards women so i that's why i said women specifically um but i feel like a lot of christian women get so caught up in like how to interact with other people and i get that and i understand the difficulty that comes with it but oh my goodness breathe for a second okay everyone breathe (laughs) let it out slowly (laughs) is going to be okay knowing every aspect of everything is not beneficial for anyone i promise you there is a an aspect of, I mean, God, there's an aspect of mystique about who God is. There's an aspect of not knowing things that, uh, uh, you know, you know the things that the word says. And there's a mystery of who God is. It's, that's part of the greatness of it. And then you're sitting here saying that you want God to just reveal all of the mysteries of the person that you're interacting with. It just, uh. it feels very, um, it, it doesn't feel like God, like who God is in any form. Yeah, you just made a really interesting point that we don't even get to know in full God's intentions for every single thing that he does. Exactly. So why would we expect to know the intentions of the other person? Of the person that you're talking to. Yeah. Like, why would you have that expectation? Yeah. When you meet someone, always ask God to reveal their intentions and true character to you. I think where I had such tension with this is... That's really not our responsibility as Christians. It came off a little judgy, too. Oh, very judgy. It it came off either judgy... I, I'm curious about the person who wrote this now. It came off as judgy or somebody who comes off really guarded with people mm-hmm. that they've been hurt before. Mm-hmm. And so I need to know their true intentions before I can interact. But really, that's not the way that God calls us to interact with people, period, of... God calls us to go out there and love people, despite whatever their intentions. Now, may one thing be. I will say against what you're saying, just slightly, mm-hmm. is she doesn't actually say in this to necessarily don't interact with that person. This is true, and so uh, we we are people of grace in this podcast, <laughs> and so <laughs> <Wow. it's, laughs> a lot more grace than our initial thinking of it. Yes. And so there, there isn't any action towards said. Um, it, there is nothing said in here to actually do, per se, when it comes to interacting with people where, where, wherever their intentions are. But that being said, it is kind of implied. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's definitely, I feel like it's implied as the reader. And there's some responsibility yeah. to, <laughs> to the way you write, to the way you mm-hmm. write of how your readers are going to take it, sure. um, which 100,000 people probably disagree with us. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, I, when I think about going out into the world that whenever I meet someone, I'm really supposed to be the salt and light of their day. I am mm-hmm. supposed to be 
the person that brings a smile to their face. I'm supposed to, even if, even if they don't actually smile, I'm supposed to be the light of Jesus that wherever I go, um, wherever there is darkness, when I enter the room, there's light. Yep. It's a lot of pressure as an introvert. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean words, though. Huh? That doesn't always it, mean words. It doesn't always mean words. And if I go into a room with people in it and automatically I'm saying, well, I need to judge the intent of their character. I need to judge their intentions and their character. That kind of turns my light down in a way. Yeah. It's kind of how I see it. That I'm like, I'm not going to be fully bright until God has revealed that you are okay for me to do that with. And in a romantic relationship, we're just going to leave the romance part alone, actually. Just but I'm just going to leave it alone. That can be a whole separate thing if you want to chat about it. But in general with people, our responsibility is to go out and to be salt and light. And already I feel like there's this, I don't know, because I just don't like the idea of <clears throat> kind of um, Instagram prophets with no names behind them especially as mm. well um that part just bugs me yeah the anonymous aspect of it. <laughs> it, yeah that bugs me too um i'm gonna pause because i had a thought hold on what one of the things that was um also resonating with me when i was reading this was how are you to know what their intentions actually are and what their true character actually is because that's what's dangerous about this as well to me is that when you look at this, this idea where you meet someone and you ask God to reveal these inform this, this, this intimate information, who are you to know whether that's true or not? And mm. be, so, so when I, one of the things you learn when you're reading the Bible, the Bible will validate itself. God reveals himself through his word. His word became flesh. He is the word. Therefore, we are able to understand and get discernment on the things of God because we have God's word. word. Yeah. We don't get discernment when it comes to other people because we don't have their word. Yeah. There, there's, there's discernment. There is prophecy for the or what is going to happen in somebody's life or whatnot. And that's a whole nother thing in and of itself, mm -hmm. um, whether you believe or ascribe to that or not. But there's also just like witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. Y'all just raised your eyebrows, I know. There, <laughs> the idea of like, Lord, reveal this to me, it almost sounds it's like <laughs> you're asking like for a crystal ball to show you everything about them. And, and who, and who but, but to my point, who do you, how do you know whether that's actually their true intentions? Because the Lord told you, Curtis. But how do you, how would you know that? <laughs> I know, I'm being sarcastic. I know, yeah. I know but like, yeah. how would you know that? Like, if you, if, say you did get revealed something, how do you know that that's actually their true intentions? Unless you have a conversation and you talk to the person, and you get to know the person, yeah. and you create a relationship with the person. But this is sitting here saying, let all that be done by God's it, divine revelation. It's almost an excuse not to have any sort of relationship with any someone. Any form of intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Mm -hmm. it, it's something that can just keep you from, on the extreme, interacting with anybody. For some of you who are like, well, it's not that extreme. It's if how much of a relationship am I going to have with them? How many people, uh, 
if you're putting the responsibility on like God first reveal their heart and intentions, how many people are starving for the love of God just mm. because you were guarded and you're in your own mess yeah. from your own past hurts and relationships? Yeah. How many people do not get to experience the light of who God is because you and I are still hurt from somebody else who might look like that person, who might sound like that person, and we're waiting for God to reveal their character. Yeah. But the way that their character is revealed, unfortunately, the hard truth is, is being in relationship with them. And the thing is, to the other th- thought that I had on this is that how often do we even know the intentions of our own heart? Mm. <laughs> that often it's oh, so true that often we think that well this was my intention is that what i was telling myself cuz cuz god says that our heart is an evil thing listen that uh, you know the initial intention but what's the intention intention the root of it some of the things that i do i at on the surface my intention might have been good but deep down there's some selfishness in it or there's something else mixed in. And yeah, it, it kind of feels a little bit like the plank in your own eye verse yeah. that, yeah. you know, to judge somebody else when you don't even necessarily fully know the intentions of your own heart. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think that that and at the core, I, if, if there's any one thing I would say to take away from this is that it's that, I, if you put more emphasis and focus on how your relationship is with God, that will provide you with the greatest discernment yeah. you could possibly have yep. when it comes to interacting and dealing with other people. Yep. Yeah, that increased discernment, I, I would agree with the post that it does come from God, but it's not in what this post makes it sound like. Of yeah. Lord, reveal it. Yeah. Um, that some of that isn't your business to know either was another yeah. another part that I thought of as you interact with people and I'm even going to throw out not just romantic relationships but it might be people in ministry other church people others that you're going to have that you're debating whether or not to have a more intimate relationship with them in a non-romantic sense you don't always get to know all of that stuff. It's almost probably shouldn't know all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> their their true intentions and character. Your only responsibility is to love them. Yeah. And if anything, the the Bible says to pray for your enemies. We are called to love our neighbors. There's none of this. Oh, Victory is awake and she's smiling at me. Yes, you're called to love your neighbors. Yes. Did you all hear her? She says yes. Yes, love your neighbors. Um, and it doesn't say, you know, for our neighbor next door, I need to know the intentions and his true character. It's like, no, a lot of times when you love them, that's the very thing that's going to transform and change their character. For sure. You know, that's going to be the thing that even if their intentions aren't great, what are yours? Mm-hmm. St- stick to your own intentions, what they are, yes. you know, um, one of my favorite songs is Michael, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. I love that song because it's just, it, 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 I, obviously it's not a Christian song, but there's very real Christian principles in that song that I, I, I resonate with often when I, when I get caught up in thinking about judge, or judging other people or, or looking at others uh, in that way, focusing on yourself. 
seeing how you could do what you could do to make yourself better and improve your own um your your own relationship with God. And that's how you get the discernment. And that's how you get the discernment. Because the Bible, as you read the Bible, like the way that you can discern is being able to look at others by their fruit. The fruit of the Spirit, right, yeah. Victory? That we learn from all kinds of songs. There's a song by Steve Green, a really old one. She's smiling. Do you know this song? The fruit yeah. of the Spirit, yes, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness the fruit of the spirit is faithfulness gentleness and self-control she's looking at me with big eyes if you want discernment of people's intentions do they have those things do they have what god calls godly mm-hmm. um i will say it, there is like a spiritual aspect to this that's a little on the pentecostal side to me because i i will say when it comes to discernment there are times that the Holy Spirit really does just kind of step in. Yeah. And you just don't... Uh, that's the thing is that I feel like I never get to know why. <laughs> and there's almost a big trust. There is a big trust. Oh, milky spit-ups. Good job, Victory. That's the leftover stuff you don't want? Okay. <laughs> this is real life, y'all. Um, there's almost a bigger trust when it comes to discernment. It, and this is sometimes what keeps y'all in romantic relationships that you don't know why, but you know that you need to leave or you've had that nudge on your heart that is the Holy Spirit that says, this isn't it, sis. The the name of that account is wait on God, sis. Sis, this isn't it. Mm -hmm. And you might even sense that, you know what? They're not very patient. You know what? They're not very kind, but they haven't done anything really wrong. Yeah. They haven't done anything. They've taken good care of me for the most part. Like there's no reason to really break up with them. But the Holy Spirit, when it comes to discernment, a lot of times God gives you the move, the run, the walk away. But you're just be like, well, reveal the true intentions, reveal the true character. How much do you need revealed before <laughs> you yeah. actually step away? Like, how bad does it need to get? The thing is, is that God might not reveal everything going on. They're not going to reveal every childhood hurt. They're not going to reveal um, maybe even the credit card score, whatever it may be. <laughs> even within friendships, you don't always get to know everything. You just got to live off of faith and know when based off of discernment, based off of leaning on the Holy Spirit of like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't invest so much in this relationship. Maybe I've invested too much and need to take some steps back. I don't know why. God hasn't revealed all of it, but the Holy Spirit usually just tells you one step at a time. Y'all, how many of you, for those of you who are walking with God, God has given you a dream or a vision and he's given you every step of the plan. Anybody? Cricket, cricket, cricket. We need a soundboard. The, the cricket. Cricket, 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 cricket. <laughs> and, and so I know that I feel like we're reading much into this post, but it's triggered a lot of things that I think are behind some of our thinkings when we read something like this and automatically hit like, yes, oh my gosh, increased discernment. Yes, Lord, reveal their intentions. That's not always your business. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Your business is to love God and to love others. You love as you love yourself. And I would encourage anyone as we're finishing up here that you spend time questioning 
the things that you are liking <laughs> yeah and sharing and commenting on because i think it's an important aspect to have as you said increase a year of increased discernment, discernment yeah to yeah. be able to sit here and think through and be like oh well this is somewhat good or this is the veil of goodness is a dangerous thing because you could have something that like is partially good but could be the devil at work the devil works with you know if you look at where the devil did a lot of his work it was with the word of god he took the word of god and manipulated just a little bit he said well this part's true right Right. so why can't we do this and that's why you have to be careful in when you're discerning these things and looking at these types of things that you're not that it's not pulling you away from who god is and what god is doing yeah Will it keep you from loving God and loving others in the way God intended? Exactly. And I believe this kind of post, it will. So we have to be careful in discernment of not just having, yes, Victor, he's smiling at me. Not just having an emotional response, right, Victory? Where we're like, ooh, yes, discernment, yes, God's intentions, yes. Why am I saying yes to that so quickly? Like, why am I immediately reposting that? Hmm. And... That might seem exhausting to do, but if that's the case, maybe it's time for us to take a break from social media, too. And if it's exhausting to you, then you clearly don't want a year of increasing discernment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think... Sorry, I'm, I'm a little you, bit no, brutal here, but... <laughs> no, now that Victory's awake, we can be louder. Um, but, yeah, uh, my last things I think I'll leave you with are just social media in general. I, I had posted, don't let social media disciple you. And I'm going to say that very frankly of, I don't think all of you are like, I'm letting it disciple me. It's where I go to have a mind numbing time from all of the work that I'm doing or to catch up with what other people are doing. But the fact is, many of us aren't being discipled by people. We're not having... Um, the type of godly relationships where we're sitting with somebody who's ahead of us um, in our in in our faith. Somebody who might be, they might not always be older, but somebody who's at least ahead of us in our faith. Where we look at them in our, God, in our godly discernment, we say, wow, they are following Christ. They are loving God. They are loving others. When I meet with them, I don't get those Holy Spirit red flags that are like, ooh, step away from this. Like, I want to know more about how they do life how they do their how they do their faith let me be in relationship with them a lot of us are on instagram a hundred percent more of the time than we are in those types of godly relationships i'm just going to be bold in stating that and that's not to shame you but it is to state it and to call you out of it call myself out of it at times, especially as an introvert on Instagram. For for introverts, Instagram is a dangerous place because <laughs> a lot of times we're just taking things in and we're not necessarily uh, actually conversing with other people and using it as a relationship building space. So I encourage you, do not let um, Instagram prophets, especially that have no name behind them, um, don't let them disciple you in these ways. Be careful about what you post. If you're not having intimacy with God and with others, it might be time to like limit the amount of time that we're scrolling. 
and consistently reposting things that we think sound nice, but aren't based off of biblical truth. Yep. I can't, you couldn't have ended it better than that myself. <laughs> the only thing I would add is um, hashtag intimacy over Instagram. Uh, That's yeah. our new 2023 hashtag. Please share, <laughs> like, and post this. And if you I don't want, care about that perfect. Um, <laughs> we would love to be able to see more people get a little bit more um, involved in, in creating intimate relationships with the people they interact with instead of just looking at other people's lives scrolling by. Amen. And that partially means that you post it once, the hashtag, and then you just move on. <laughs> you just move on. That's right. And then just get in relationships versus get in a relationship. Being Make it on happen. Instagram. That's yes. right. Yes. All right. Love yeah. y'all. Hope that you hear both the truth and the grace in this. And our baby girl is awake and trying to interact with us. So we're gonna have some intimacy time with her and getting to know this beautiful personality this oh she just pooped i don't i don't know if the the mic picked that up but if you heard a little <laughs> liquid explosion that was her so we're gonna check on that peace love you thank you guys <laughs> bye bye